when should you start off with your list building and what goes into putting together a foolproof list building plan in place welcome to the dk speaks podcast a podcast focused on giving away actionable and implementable tips about building an online business after you listen to this episode head over to dkspeaks.com for all the show notes and resources to help build your business hello this is dk and welcome to episode 58 of the dk speaks podcast the last week we spoke about how to create a lead magnet so now that we know how to create a lead magnet let us look at the step by step process to start capturing email addresses on our blog but before that I would like to give a big shout out to some of our partners Blueberry Media Hosting for hosting our podcast files and helping with promotions you can check them out at dkspeaks.com/get/blueberry that is spelled as b l u b r r y Thrive membership for all the wonderful ways in which they help build my sites and web pages you can check them out at dkspeaks.com/get/blueberry thrive aweber for their fantastic email marketing service you can check them out at dkspeaks.com/aweber generate press for their lowest priced and absolutely stunning wordpress theme you can check them out at dkspeaks.com/get/generate press now you see email is by far the most effective medium to reach your fans today In fact it is even more effective than social media but the biggest challenge is on how to build our list fast and i'm sure you don't want to take years to build a list of about 1000 subscribers so in this episode we will look at a few strategies on how to build a list fast and also how to get the most out of your list even if it is a small list but before we do that Let me reiterate the principle that I follow. This is something that I learned from Andre Chaperon and this basically says that your profitability doesn't depend upon the size of your list. Instead, it depends upon how engaged your list is. So, even if your list is small, you could very well be making a lot more money than the people who have a huge list. Now, if you're thinking as to why we are talking about list building even before we've put out our first piece of content then you might want to write this on a piece of paper and paste it somewhere so that you can always see it the money is in the list that's right if you are ever going to make a decent income income that can substitute your 9 to 5 job then it is going to be from your list and it is personal experience that i'm speaking here I'll keep that rambling and the story for some time later because it's a long story and I have a lot of experiences that I would want to share with you about what happens if you're not building your list. But at this point, keep in mind that your list is the most important thing for you and your business. So, if your list is going to be the most important thing for you and your business, then shouldn't that be the first thing that you should be doing? absolutely now let us assume that you've installed your blog and you post your first article you then share it on social media sites 
and do all kind of promotions and a few visitors come over to your site. Now imagine if you don't have a lead magnet or an opt-in form on your blog. What happens then? These visitors will read your blog, read your article and then move on. Isn't that a loss? Even if it was just one subscriber, you've lost a prospective subscriber. It is hence that I suggest that you put together your lead magnet or the opt-in bribe as we call it, the first. Now on that note, let us get straight into the strategies. Now first things first, there are three important things that you need to keep in mind even before you start. The first one is make the process as simple as possible. Now understand that everybody is short of time today and we do not want to put in too much of efforts to achieve something. It's the same with signing up for a newsletter as well. Now, if the process is simple, the better the results. So make the sign up process simple for your visitor. Don't ask for too much of information. I would recommend that you keep it only to the email and the name and that should be good. The second point, put together a highly relevant opt-in bribe. Now this is something that we discussed in the last episode and if you know your reader profile, you will know what they are looking for. Now if you haven't understood what a reader profile is, you might want to listen to our episode number 56 where we talk about the reader profile. And if you know what your subscribers are looking for because you have a good reader profile in place, then you can easily put together a good opt-in bribe or something that we call as a lead magnet using the steps that we spoke in the last week's episode. Now while creating an opt-in bribe or a lead magnet, it is important that the perceived value of the bribe is extremely high. Your visitor should feel the need to enter their email address and download the bribe as soon as they can see it. Number three, publish valuable content. Now, a visitor to your website might not be entering his email address and downloading an opt-in bribe in the first go. He might browse around to check the quality of the content you are publishing just to make sure that the lead magnet that he's about to download is indeed valuable or if parting with his email address is worth it or not. So it is important that you publish valuable content on your blog. Now, this is something that we'll be talking about in the next episode. So now that we have the preliminary requirements in place, it is time to get set for list building. So let's start with this six simple steps in list building. The first one, storing your lead magnet. Now, the first thing you need to do is to decide where is it that you want to store your lead magnet so that your users can download it. Now, the best place to store it is Dropbox, which is what I'll recommend. A free Dropbox account is more than enough and you can store pretty much anything on there. The only thing you need to keep in mind is that you should restrict the file for access to only someone who has the link. Another place that I would recommend is Amazon S3. You will need to create a free account with Amazon S3 in order to be able to store your files there. But that's a very good alternative to Dropbox and you also have a lot of options so that you can control or restrict who is downloading these files from those links. Moving on to the second step, which is about choosing an autoresponder. Now, this is one of the most critical things in building a list. Keep in mind that your autoresponder could make or break your list. 
Hence, it is important that you choose the right one. Somebody who is reliable, who can give you the flexibility to manage your list and who can give you the best control of managing your subscribers. Now, while there are numerous autoresponders out there, I use Aweber and I always recommend Aweber. Why? Because they are reliable, they listen to their customers, they are easy to use and gives you more than what is required to build and nurture an email list. And one another very important reason why I choose Aweber is because of the tagging feature. The tagging feature is one of the easiest and the best. And if you're not aware of what tagging is, then in one line and in a simple language, it is basically a method to segment your subscribers. And segmenting plays a very important role in ensuring that you are sending the right content to your subscribers. There are numerous other autoresponders out there and you're free to choose any of them. Uh, or if you already have one, then there is no need to go and buy another one. That should be good enough. The third step, which is creating your list. Now, once you've decided on your autoresponder, you will need to set up your first list. This process will be different with different autoresponders. So hence, whichever autoresponder you're choosing, you can follow their instructions to set up the list. But if you're using Aweber, then you can follow the step-by-step -step instruction that I have put out in the blog on dkspeaks.com. Once you've created your list, we'll move on to the fourth step, which is setting up your autoresponder series. Now, this next step is very important. An autoresponder series is basically a series of emails that are sent to your subscribers automatically at a pre-decided date and time. Now, this autoresponder series is the one that will help you build a relationship with your subscribers. It also helps in subtly promoting your products to your subscriber. Since this is where you could make or break your relationship with your subscribers, there are a few important points that you might want to keep in mind when you are setting up your autoresponder series. Number one, the frequency of emails. Keep in mind that the frequency of emails you are sending is extremely important and that you shouldn't send too many emails. Also, it shouldn't be too less emails, so don't be an email miser. Send across the optimum number of emails to your subscribers. Number two, the goal is to build your relationship. Hence, don't make your autoresponder series overly salesy and promotional. Instead, give value to your subscribers and that too in abundance before you really start promoting anything to them. Number three, keep your promises. If you've promised something to your subscribers in any specific email, then give it to them. If you break your promises, you break your relationships. Number four, craft your emails. Now, crafting your emails is different from writing your emails. When you write, you do it for the heck of doing it. But when you craft, you carefully work on creating a masterpiece. So spend time in writing your emails and keep perfecting it. Now the first email in the series will always be a welcome email where you will be delivering the opt-in bribe to your subscriber. This is also an opportunity to introduce yourself to your subscribers and also set some expectations on what they will be getting from you as a subscriber. Then follow it up with the autoresponder series. And this autoresponder series, you'll be able to build your relationship with your subscribers. Moving on to the fifth step, which is to set up your opt-in form. 
Now that you have set up your autoresponder and the email series, we can go ahead and create our opt-in form. There are numerous landing page builders and opt-in form builders out there and you can pick anyone amongst them. Even Aweber has some very nice opt-in form builders which you can create within Aweber itself and then embed that on your WordPress blog. But I would recommend going for a dedicated opt-in form builder like that of Thrive Leads. I recommend Thrive Leads primarily because they are the best when it comes to creating and deploying your opt-in forms. Now they have an amazing and simple to use inline editor that you can use to build beautiful opt-in forms either from one of the many available templates or if you want to do it, you can do that from scratch as well. In fact, I would recommend that you go for the entire Thrive Themes package because we'll be using another one of their products called Thrive Architect in the next step. And Thrive Themes package has a lot of plugins, all of which will help you build your list and build a good or responsive subscriber base. Now, one important thing in list building is to make your opt-in form follow your website visitor wherever they go on your blog. Hence, you will need to place your opt-in forms at various places across your website. And Thrive Leads gives you this multiple option like widget opt-in forms, welcome mat, top ribbons, slide-ins, etc. Which a lot of the other opt-in form builder plugins don't. And hence, with this one plugin, you'll be able to strategically place opt-in forms in a lot of places across your blog. Now, when you're creating your opt-in form, there are a few very important points that you might want to keep in mind. Number one, create a simple, minimalist looking opt-in form. Don't go for jazzy ones. They distract people away from signing up. Number two, ask for minimum information. Only an email address field gives maximum conversion, but I would recommend that you use name and email address because capturing the name will help you personalize your emails by addressing it directly to the subscriber. Number three, use a two-step opt-in form if possible because that are shown to convert better than normal opt-in forms, but that's entirely your choice. If you want to go with a one-step opt-in form, then please do. That's completely up to you. Number four, don't use vibrant colors. Vibrant colors distract people, hence keep your opt-in forms as simple as possible. Number five, Time your opt-in form in such a way that it appears after a few seconds of the visitor being on your website. That way, you would have built some amount of trust or relationship with your website visitor before you actually show an opt-in form on their face and ask them to subscribe or enter their email address to get something. You can also create a landing page for the same opt-in bribe and which is something that I would recommend. And this, it is here that you can use Thrive Architect. Just keep in mind that this landing page should look and feel similar to the other opt-in forms that you've designed on your website. And the reason why I'm asking you to create a landing page is because a lot of times you want a dedicated page that you might want to send your subscribers to on which they can go ahead and enter their email address and subscribe to your newsletter or whatever it is that you are offering them as an opt-in pride. Now that you have your opt-in form ready, let us move on to the next step which is creating a thank you page. Now, a lot of people feel that this is not important, but understand that a thank you page is more than just a page to say thank you to your visitors. In an age where 
attention spans are short and there are hundreds of emails competing for those few seconds and where marketing is considered as a spam until the users feel otherwise, it is important that you don't let go of any opportunity to stay connected with your visitor. It is here that you can use the thank you page. In your thank you page, give some clear instructions to the user on what the next step is. Now this could be whitelisting your email address or confirming their request to receive information or even maybe moving the email from the promotions folder to the inbox folder if the user is on Gmail. You can show them how to do it by using a short video or maybe a GIF image. You can do all of that on the thank you page and it gives a feeling of connection between you and your subscribers. Now at this point, there is another little trick that you can do. Since a visitor has subscribed to your list and opted for a specific report, guide or a video about a specific topic, show him more of the same topic on this page. Now, for example, if your visitor opted in to receive a report on building an email list first, then show him posts about list building from your blog. That way, that engagement is not broken and the visitor will stay connected to your blog. This is something you can do with Thrive Architect and that is why I was recommending Thrive Architect earlier. But this trick is only useful if you already have a blog. If you're just starting off, then you will need to wait a little while before you are able to do this because you will have to have some content on your blog before you can put this into your thank you page. Now, these are some of the preliminary work that you need to do so that you're ready to build your list as soon as you publish the first post on your blog. In the next week's episode, we will be discussing how to strategically write your content so that your list building is on an autopilot method. So that is it in this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and stay updated with the latest. You can give us your valuable feedback and ratings for this show on iTunes because your ratings help in the overall ranking of the show on iTunes. I'll come back again the next week with another simple and implementable tip about internet marketing. Until then, keep listening to the DK Speaks podcast. We are available on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Player.fm and almost all the other podcasting platforms. Do visit dkspeaks.com for all the show notes and resources and don't forget to tell me your comments, feedback and suggestion by commenting on the blog there. So until the next week, when I come back with episode number 59, this is goodbye from Dilip. You all have a wonderful week ahead.